the Harvey Tech Podcast. Welcome to the Harvey Tech Podcast. My name is Ralph, and I'm the senior specialist for sales enablement at Harvey Hydraulic. My guest today is Bernard, who will introduce himself, and then we'll have an interesting podcast. We hope. Bernard, please tell the audience who you are and what you do at Harvey. Hello, welcome from my side as well. My name is Bernard, and I'm working as a senior application engineer at Harvey. Great, glad to have you. Now we have an interesting question, and I hope you are the right person to ask. And the question for today is. Do you know why pump-controlled drives require such small tanks and yet still maintain long ch oil change intervals? What uh, can you tell us about that? Quite a lot, probably. <laughs> well, especially, and let me get to that point, in today's world, um, energy efficiency, sustainability, um, the smart use of resources has become front topic. Everybody is talking about let's not waste our resources, and uh, stricter environmental controls with oil changes, of course, play into all of this too. So, um, does this apply really to hydraulics, which is an oil-driven business? Tell us about that. Yes, indeed, Rolf. It does. Um, we do have, for example, our pump-controlled systems where the pump directly drives and controls the actuator movement. Mm -hmm. And we have already introduced the systems focusing on the energy efficiency in a podcast with Martin together. Great. And for our audience, if you have not seen that podcast, I would highly recommend that you take a few minutes to go ahead and watch that podcast. It's quite interesting. And then you can always pick up this podcast yeah. and find out more about this. Because what really interests me is why do pump-controlled systems have small tanks, but yet can also have long oil change intervals? That's just fascinating. Okay, let's start with the tank size. Now, we heard that the system, the pump-controlled system, is really energy efficient. Mm -hmm. And this means that there is little heat put into the oil put into the system, and little heat means um, that you can use just a small amount of oil. Additionally, because of this little heat put into the oil, um, you have the possibility of use of using small radiating surfaces for getting rid of the heat for the mm -hmm. heat dissipation. So that means altogether we can use small tanks due to the energy efficiency. Energy efficiency, that's a, a great point. Are there any other examples uh, why we use small tanks or reasons? Yeah, sure. Um, pump controlled systems produce just as much pressure and volume flow as required at the moment. So this is mm -hmm. a kind of a um, system of uh, power on demand. Mm -hmm. Now, compared to a pump running at constant speed, mm -hmm. there is no excess oil sent to the tank and that means that there are only very few air bubbles put into the oil. Mm -hmm. So that means little air in the oil, you need a small surface to get rid of the air, to degas the oil again. Okay. And a little surface means a small tank again. Sounds good. Can you give us any practical examples maybe so our audience can uh, visualize this? Yeah, <laughs> I can. Um, for classic hydraulic systems, 
Um, the tank sizes are often calculated by a commonly known formula. Mm-hmm. You take the pump flow rate in liters per minute and multiply it with a factor of 2.5 to 5 and you will get the tank size. Okay. Of course, is the tank size depending on other factors as well, like uh, oil temperature, the type of oil, mm-hmm. uh, or the application. Um, but I would like to, to introduce an example of the press brake systems. Okay. For a classical valve control press brake system with a pump running at constant speed, you have pump flow rates of around about 60 liters per minute. Mm-hmm. resulting in tank sizes of 200 liters per minute. So a factor of a little bit more than three. Mm-hmm. Now, comparing that to a pump-controlled system like the open pump-controlled system EPREX control or EPREX modular, you have tank sizes which are smaller than 17 liters. Excuse me, 70, 70 liters. 70, 70 mm-hmm. liters mm-hmm. only. And for the closed system, we can re- <laughs> we can reduce it even more down to 18 liters. One eight. One eight. Wow. Well, that's great and remarkable. Um, now, you mentioned really the pump flow rate of the 60 liters per minute. But um, how does this uh, look with smaller compact power units, which are also in use? If you take compact power units in intermittent operations, you will have typical pump flow rates of 3 to 9 liters per minute, Mm -hmm. coming along with tank sizes of 4 to 8 liters. Mm -hmm. Comparing that to our compact server power unit HS120, you have only 1 liter left. Okay. Now you've given some very impressive numbers on the tanks and the sizes. Um, but we had two sides of the coin. We were talking yeah. small tanks, but we were also talking about long intervals between oil changes. So um, can you tell us more about that and uh, you know, why we don't need more frequent oil changes on small tanks? Now, pump-controlled systems do not have any control valve and do not have any valve edges over which the oil is pressed. Mm-hmm. That causes less stress for the oil, less aging, resulting in longer oil change intervals. So at least having small tanks coming along or in combination with pump controlled systems does not necessarily mean that you have to change the oil more often. Okay. Um, What are the common oil change intervals at this time? Typical oil change intervals for Classical open systems are 4,000 to 8,000 operating hours. Okay. Can you give us some practical examples um, with these oil changes, how this is affected? Yeah, let's come back to the example of the press break again. Mm-hmm. Here we re- reduced the tank size from 200 liter down to 18 liters for the EPREX Max for this closed pump controlled system. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, we achieve oil change intervals of more than 15,000 working hours, which is quite impressive. Now, what are, what are the positive factors? Why do we have that long oil change intervals? Um, firstly, it is a closed system. Mm-hmm. So there is no contact between oil and the ambient, air, oxygen, or dirt. And okay. secondly, there is no, no control valve. 
stressing the oil. That makes sense. That's quite impressive. And, uh, you know, I, I really learned a lot. Um, let me summarize it, though, for both you to make sure I understood and for our audience. Um, basically, what I understood is that these pump controlled systems are not only energy efficient, but they also require less oil to operate and still have the long oil change intervals. Now, the hydraulic system becomes compact and because of that has a low initial maintenance cost and has low initial costs too in um, purchasing it because of this low oil volume. Is that correct? That's right, you? perfectly, yeah. Wonderful. Now, sustainability, of course, was another factor that we talked about and Harvey isn't only concerned about being energy efficient, but we also mm. want to make sure that we take care of the environment and uh, the production of the hydraulic products needs to be done in a energy efficient mm. and sustainable way. But um, this way also our customers by purchasing these items are contributing to the resource protection in the world and have lower costs and are more efficient in the future. Did I understand that correctly? Absolutely. Perfect. Perfectly summarized. Wonderful. Well, I hope our audience understood this as well as I did. And I thank you all very much for participating in today's podcast. I thank Bernard for joining us here today. And I look forward to future podcasts with you. Um, if you have any suggestions, um, critique, we're very happy to get some critique from you, how we can do this better and make it more interesting for you. Please write us at podcast at harvey.de. And I thank you very much, Bernhard. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Until next time at the Harvey Podcast. Goodbye. Bye-bye.